0: Hello! Welcome to Don't Call Me Exotic. I'm O. Annie O. I'm a DJ, broadcaster, and promoter. This is the podcast where I invite people in the creative field to come talk to me about diversity, culture, personal experiences of racism, both in life and in their careers. I'm so excited to share with you the very first episode of this five part season. And this season is so important to me as these were recorded on my most recent trip to Seoul in South Korea at the end of last year. It had been seven long years since I've last been back and being back after all this time as a completely different person, divorced, pandemic and all the work I've been doing with connecting with my heritage and identity. I've also started this project since then and started DJing and it meant so much to me personally to be able to record these out there these episodes were made in collaboration with seoul community radio which is a live stream studio and community space based in itaewon big big shout out to tom who has been instrumental in making this project come to life and all the SCR family these are the very first episodes that are available to watch in full on their youtube channel which you can find at seoul community radio on youtube Please show us some love. Welcome to another episode of Don't Call Me Exotic in collaboration with Soul Community Radio. I'm joined by Jungle. Hi.
1: Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. It's like, um, so like I'm familiar with SCR, and I uh, I I did a lot of things with SCR, so it feels um, like home. Nice to be back. <laughs> and like. <laughs> Being introduced to SDR again. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> yeah,
0: I, I was here before you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: please, could you start off by introducing yourself and tell me a little bit about what you do?
1: Um, So, um, that's quite a hard question now because um, I am transitioning at the moment, not just um, as a trans person, um, but also like. I'm transitioning uh, into a new chapter of my career and my creativity, so I really don't know how I how I can put <laughs> things together. Uh, but yeah, I like like my Instagram handle. I used to be a drag queen for many years, and that was a great opportunity f- for me to explore and express um, gender identity and just like pure expression and putting my personal stories into um work and like just experiment with it. So yeah, I I I used to be a drag queen and then I'm currently working for Acne Studios, um the fashion brand um for um um Korean PR related work and I'm also working on my band. Yeah,
0: <laughs> tell me about your band.
1: Um <laughs> It's called "Others May Forget You, But Not I." Okay, it's from a poem by the Japanese uh, princess. Others may forget you, but not I. I'm haunted by your beauty, or something. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like my boyfriend took the title from that, and then made a song, 15 minutes rock um, track, yeah. And yeah, we just started to call it Uh, others may so it just became a band man also like first track that we're going to release
0: yeah amazing and that's going to be kind of your project coming out next year yes
1: yes and i'm also um thinking about like how i can expand my creative field like area i've been collaborating with different um people because i just was fortunate to have creative people around me so um I've been, like, just collaborating with them. But I feel like I need to just come up with something um, started from myself and just, like, have more authority right. of my work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You were saying that you had been to Ser before. And I saw that you threw a, an event here. Yeah. Um, and it was called Transparent.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so I had tran- first Transparent here at SCR just to explain what transparent is uh transparent started as a as a celebration of trans community in korea there's not much of conversation going on about trans people or trans human rights unlike western or like global phenomenon um i just wanted to just like the first idea was like I myself as a trans, I don't really get to see other trans people. I don't really have trans friends. I think we need to just uh, talk to each other and check on each other. That was the first idea. So uh, on March 31st, I had my first transparent here in SCR because SCR is an open space for everyone. It's like really neutral space for anyone. Yeah, a lot of Korean musician, foreigners or like visitors they come here so i thought uh they are more open and exposed to the the diversity and the future of the culture so um i had it here and it was really successful the second one was featured on vogue us okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> just number 2 straight vogue <laughs> yeah that, uh, also it was really um interesting opportunity for me cuz So I started my transition when I was 20 um, and then I was stopped by my family, Um, like literally stopped by my family and I was taken to Busan. I'm from Busan originally, so my parents just brought me back to Busan and um, I had to change a lot of things in order to live normal. Then, like for more than ten years, I just was like forcing myself to be normal and like just that's such a long time. Be quiet, just killing time. (laughs) Um, So, like of course, I gave up little things, this and that, and my personality also has changed
0: because of that time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Like I was never close to my family, but you know, you have this clueless faith. Uh, in your family, whether they're good or not, like, in the worst case scenario, they would take care of you or they will just protect you. But then my experience wasn't that. So I became really, like, protective of myself and not really giving people chance to get into my life. Like, I just decided to be completely on my own. But with the transition, I have opened my eyes up and like realized that there are many people out there who support me and like who's rooting for me. Yeah. So, yeah, I just believed in it and then uh I realized more people deserve to feel this. So, transparent started as uh as a message we would like to live transparent. We're also often parenting each other or like parenting themselves. So I thought Transparent is a fun name to have all those meanings and... Yeah, um, with from the second time, we moved into a bigger space with uh, an exhibition space. Yeah. So I would like to combine with queer, trans, non-binary artists in Korea or anyone who is interested in Korean culture and they're trans or queer, then I would like to collaborate with them too. Like, I would like to give a space for them to just exhibit Mm -hmm. their work. And, you know, culture art is the most efficient and powerful way to share the experience and the wisdom. So I would would like to use transparent, uh, like, yeah, that kind of platform.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and for for people to come together and create yeah, that community, yeah. I suppose. It gives
1: so much relief when you see people with your own eyes and <laughs> they're okay with you. Yeah. because like, 'cause, cause we're so used to be defensive in like I walk down the street and like I often get a lot of uh reaction. I don't know what exactly they were trying to say and I'm pretty sure they don't even know what they're <laughs> trying to express. Like they just didn't think that they would encounter someone like me or like they think it's wrong or they just were like surprised i don't know what reason there was behind it but um you get to experience that so like you're just kind of like very careful but having bunch of people whether they're trans or not but like completely open and giving that experience to anyone who comes to party, I think that has huge power in it. And I've experienced it and it's hard to imagine something that you've never seen. But if you see it, then you just truly believe in it and you can go from there.
0: How important was it for you to, because it's a celebration, And, you know, I saw that you guys had DJs and, you know, you wanted to you want to now bring like art exhibitions together. Like, how is it? How important is it to bring that community together and celebrate like the beauty and and not just sit and talk about (laughs) the pain? Because although that's important and can be therapeutic. The,
1: The problem is people, I think, at least in Korea, we don't even get to talk about our pain. It's the symbol of weakness. Mm. Um, still, like depression or like any sleeping disorder, uh, if you just talk about it, then people see that as a, a weakness. Problem, yeah. A weakness. So people are not comfortable talking about it. I mean, pain is different for everyone, so it's not something to compare. Like you cannot say like A's pain is bigger than B because like <laughs> pain is just like really personal thing. Mm. It has complexity and depth and so you cannot judge you cannot say um, that like my pain is bigger than yours yeah Um, but there is a seriousness in certain political issues or like social issues and I think trans issue represents a lot of them I just resigned my another job Um, I used to be a a marketing manager for Cure dating app Jacked and i realize that the whole community is not really understanding the trans community so they don't even get to meet them they don't even know exactly what they are um some people just brutally talk about trans people as like like uh transvestite um like perverts or like
0: within the queer community
1: even even within the yeah. co- queer community like they Before they were perceived as a human being, Mm. um, the bigger title, trans, is there. Mm. So it just blinds everyone, and they don't get to express or show individual. Yeah, I just thought it's the most fundamentally most important thing was to put everyone in the same space and let people experience each other. Um, Because, you know, like... Like I said, I I didn't I don't even have many trans friends. I don't and I don't know how they live. Like, what kind of job do they have? Um, how it's like their dating life or just like little things. How is your family? Like, there must be so much stress and so much uh, pain, but they don't really get to talk about it. So just. Having an open space for them to actually get to meet, whether they get along or not, is not my responsibility. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's not my responsibility because, yeah. i like realistically, I know that not everyone can. But get that's along. a human problem, right? Yeah, yeah, and it that's, is, yeah, it is. It is. So like, while <laughs> while I have been working on it, like, I've realized so much and I've learned so much, and yeah, it's I I forgot. What the question was exactly? <laughs> no, because you, yeah. you were
0: talking about how you resigned from the dating app.
1: Mm. Even with that, like, trans community is, I have to say, like, ignored. If you see any news that is written in like Western languages, not even just Western. Like, I I I hate to say compare like Asia to Western countries, but then like it is it is true that like. All the Western countries are talking about trans issues and there are more trans news. But then Korea is like weirdly quiet about any trans um, issues um, as if they were fine or like the problem doesn't exist. And I think part of the reason is because we don't really get to communicate. We don't get to like, I don't even know what other trans people go through. So um, when you hear about it and if if it's a common issue and if it's something that we can improve simply if you need to discuss or like just let people know, then it's our job to uh, work on it, too. So, yeah, just like since my transition, I feel like I I carefully coordinate my life in each area and that gave me much more authority of my own life and i now truly believe that we all can do as a group because minority doesn't mean that they don't they mean any less or their their opinion doesn't really matter because they're small it just needs to be heard or needs to be seen so that was part of the reason i did transparent and yeah
0: no it's all interesting (laughs) keep going in like five years time where would you want to see Transparent kind of existing
1: the first one I had to organize everything by myself of course uh, SCR helped but then like just just like who to invite like how how to just organize and like what is the most important thing for the party like i just had to come up with everything by myself but then second one i had some other people to talk about so there will be more for the third time so i want initially transparent to be an organic community so like it's not just all about the party but when there is a party uh you need human resource (laughs) so they can also work on it like i'm not going to designate anyone to just work on something but then like i want it to be like organic like for example this time is going to be a celebration real celebration of one of our member she so okay so last time the second party uh we designed a poster with her medical certificate. So she did her surgery in January this year. So we used that medical certificate part of the poster. Poster. (laughs) Um, And this time she changed her legal number from one to two. So she was very happy and we were all happy. So we decided to just celebrate her achievement. Not that... Being acknowledged as a woman is the most important thing as a trans person. It's not, but then everyone has different goals and everyone have have different plans of their life. So that was Eddie's plan, and she worked on it and she achieved it. So it it definitely deserves some celebration. Of course. So we're going to throw a party for yeah. that. Um <laughs> But then, like, I want someone to just be happy to decorate, or like someone talk to the DJ and like we just organically just work on it more and more as we go so like in five years I would like to have I don't want it to be like getting bigger and bigger but hopefully I hope we could do some collaboration or communication from somewhere out of Korea so that we can actually get to meet Someone who's the similar uh, tribe, uh, but from other culture. So like how it's like to be, and like we can um, share our struggles, but also we can share our wisdoms, and we can go through things together. Because you know sometimes it doesn't it doesn't seem possible, but then if you have a faith, then. I believe that you can make it happen. And sometimes it's really helpful to see someone who actually has been through and out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm such a believer of like, whatever energy you're putting out, it like the universe will return that to you. So like you creating something that's to celebrate, you know, people who are going through things or haven't met yet and to bring people together, like that positivity will kind of like... It has to, right? Because where where does that energy go? Like, it has to go somewhere. And, you know, someone else who may be in a smaller community in maybe, like, not in a major city, they might see that and, like, they might feel hope and be like, there's possibilities for me. And this isn't, you know, if they feel like they're confined, Hmm. they could be, like, seeing opportunities of where their life can lead. So, Hmm.
1: I'm so lucky. I really am lucky in my life for... Uh, many different reasons. I didn't really have huge luck with my family, but I had, there always was someone who was supporting me and helping me at every struggle. I, at at some point I didn't really realize, uh, but then I looked back and I was like, oh, I missed that. I just didn't get to appreciate it enough back then because I was naive or young and stupid.
0: Well, you were trying to survive, right? Yeah, right, right,
1: right. Yeah, Yeah. but you know, there's some level of guilt uh, that you didn't give it back. So maybe maybe everything I do at the moment uh, right now is just trying to give it back to... Because, you know, sometimes you're helped by someone and then you try to give it back to them, but then it's not that worthy for that person. Of course, it doesn't mean that uh, you forget about it, but then like sometimes you... You receive it and appreciate it, but then give it back to some other people who need help. Because this person doesn't necessarily always seek for help, but there will be other people who seek for help. So, of, of course, like appreciate <laughs> it and be grateful and like give it back in a way. But yeah, I believe more in like just helping who I can help.
0: What you were saying about maybe collaborating with different cultures and stuff, I know we spoke a little bit about kind of the comparisons that you can't help but make between the Asia, how, like I guess, oppressed the trans community is, Mm. and then you compare that to the Western Western side where it is kind of more conversation about it and Mm. stuff. And I know that you do travel back and forth between... Uh, Europe. Here and and yeah, <laughs> so I mean, just being in those places, does it give you like inspiration or hope or. Yeah,
1: definitely. I think physical violence, harassment uh, is much less than uh, many other countries here. Yeah, because yeah. like it's not really violent. Like you, you, no, you don't have to worry about like being up on the rent on the street randomly and like just be miserable. It it's not really gonna happen in Korea, but we have to be careful always. But yeah, yeah. When I'm not in Korea, there can be that much of aggression, but like everyday basis normal encounter wouldn't be too rude because <laughs> like yeah i mean sometimes they are rude without realizing that they're being rude it's like microaggressions yeah yeah microaggression um you know like <laughs> one mosquito bite is okay but 10 mosquito bites makes Every you crazy, day, yeah. and like 100 like just want to die <laughs> <laughs> yeah i
0: understand
1: The more I talk about trans issues and the more I talk about the subject that I am given uh, to talk about, it's been like a year and a half since I started talking, openly talking about my transness. And the more I do it, I realize that this isn't just experience for a trans person. That's what women go through. That's what men go through. That's what Asians go through white person go through like at the end of the day like if you just look into it then it's not just about like one category that becoming a problem uh, we can all relate if you uh, have that intelligent and if like you, the empathy yeah empathy Um, but like also like empathy, empathy is a great skill but like also like people often maybe it's a, cur- a Korean culture but like Empathy seems more like relating to your heart, like that you feel it and like you shouldn't do that because it feels this way. But then also, I think that it's it's also something has to do with your intelligence. Mm. Like you don't have to feel it. You don't need to know because you don't care about the struggle about trans people because you're like straight, cisgender, like really conservative you don't have to care. You don't have to feel it. Mm. But your you know your intelligence know that acknowledges that yeah. uh, this isn't something you should allow yourself to do. So like just we, I think we need to just talk more about that kind of intelligence because it's really like what I'm trying what I'm talking about is not necessarily just about trans people, just about being Asian, like being called exotic it's, it's <laughs> not just that like also like i i thought the title was really funny because um <laughs> yeah i had like so th- i had some some people called me exotic <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you're exotic to me yeah <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> off. i guess
0: yeah because it, it was a way for me to because again like i don't want to always speak about like what's hard it's like mm. i also want to speak about mm. you know not every experience we have is going to be like we sit down and we cry about it. It's like there's going to be experiences mm. like that, but I also I want to laugh. Like it's yeah. stupid what happens yeah. sometimes. So
1: I so I sometimes start laughing and uh, ending with crying, and my <laughs> yeah. boyfriend does not react to it. Yeah. <laughs> At first he was like really like he don't was know shocked. what to do. Yeah. Like really didn't know what to do, but then that happens sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. you're like, but like, like crying is healthy. I think yeah, of crying is healthy. Like allowing yourself to cry is a courage. Well, there are some, sometimes uh, some people uh, turn into a habit. <laughs> 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 then I really don't know what to do. Yeah. So, like, yeah, we were just chatting outside a little bit. Like, I'm happy to talk about transness, or I'm happy to talk about, like, uh, what is to be a woman in this society, or, like, if you don't count trans women as a woman, then, like, what is it's like to be a different person in this society? It's just the same. Like, I can talk about it any, any layers, because, like, we can all all do that. Expressing your sadness, expressing your grief or anger is important, but also we're not just living now. So if you have been doing it for a while, and if you're tired of it, then it's time to think about what's coming next and what can I do for the future. And... That's why I think I am focusing more on that. Not because I'm like super smart or spe- <laughs> special, but like I'm realizing, oh, I've done this enough. Yeah. Like I've cried enough. I, I, I'm like that bullshit is just way enough. What can I do? Uh, what do I have? How do people around me think about or see this uh, matter? Or like, what can we do together? Because, you know. It's always better to support each other than like being completely individual. I've done that so for so many years. I uh, especially from 2018 to, to 2020, I completely isolated myself from the world. Like I didn't really talk to people and just in the darkness. And I think it was needed, but it doesn't really help. Like doesn't really solve anything the moment I decided to walk out of my house and meet people and hear what they think, while I'm talking about things, realizing what I think and what I felt, it really helped me to just moving forward. Um, so I think community is just more than necessary. They're essential uh, of a good life. Because, like, I think... So, like, I I, I use this comparison a lot. Um, so... Cats are territorial, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Dogs are uh, more about the group. I think humans are uh, closer to dogs in that sense. People can live anywhere. Uh, some people have attachment to where they live, but then uh, if they ne- if they have to, then they would be fine. But then if you are um, taken away from your people and put somewhere else and not having any connection, life is going to be suck like yeah. it's gonna be tough yeah so um i think community is uh fundamentally important for uh people you
0: know? yeah no i completely agree mm. for me also starting this podcast and also me putting that energy out there mm-hmm. that was me a way for myself to attract mm. other like-minded people yeah. so that we can also meet up and talk and share experiences also go eat food go do karaoke go like clubbing like just to also share our life experiences and to me that's what community is Mm. and ever since i've kind of done that and then received Mm. i've my life has changed Mm. and these friends that i've made over the past like year year and a half not not even a year and a half almost like almost 12 14 months I speak to them daily and oh. I'm in like so many WhatsApp groups shout out ESEA <laughs> crew and like there's so many WhatsApp groups Like, and it's just I've I've felt whole mm. and I haven't felt that and it's made me so sad to now realize that I didn't know what I was missing oh. until I had it
1: yeah because cause how how, how so, would you know yeah how would you know like I, I always say <laughs> this is also what I always uh, um, <laughs> use as a metaphor like how can you explain how amazing this chocolate is to someone who have never tried chocolate? Yeah. Like, if you don't even know what chocolate is, there's no way you can uh, help them to understand what chocolate tastes like and yeah. what the good t- chocolate is like. Yeah. so You have no reference point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so mm-hmm. it, it is actually important, uh, even when you don't know. I recommend people to ex- experience because, like, yeah, if you want to be alone, you can be alone. But also, you never know what's gonna happen when you meet some people and find the community there. And it doesn't mean that you have to come to our community, but like, there will be some community. I've been in, I've been to some communities, of course, in my life, and not necessarily I always felt comfortable. I can always choose to leave. So um, just just a little bit. Brave about it and uh, explore, because no one's gonna get you the, the the dish you want. Yeah, you have to just uh, go it's to the seat. restaurant, yeah. find your favorite restaurant, <laughs> and order your favorite food. Otherwise, something random will be on your table. Yeah, mm.
0: I think always just like do stuff, meet people, and yeah. then and then you kind of know. Th- those individual experiences, like you'll you'll learn more about yourself, yeah. right? So depression like, is a bitch, though. Yeah, it's a it's a bitch, and yeah. I I <laughs> it's so shit. <laughs> but when I go through like, because I've been depressed like up and down for like half my life. Mm. When I am so low, I'm just like it just means that I have to come up, right? Yeah. Because I I can't say in this forever. Mm. There's going to be a moment where I'm gonna have to. Yeah change something
1: when you're in the middle of it you cannot really see like pe- friends family anyone talk about it but you don't really feel like doing it still and i like one of my friend one of my dear friend is going through that at the moment and really there's nothing i can do like i try to talk about it then like he doesn't want to talk about it uh and also like i try to leave any like positive possibility that he could just like Sprinkle on top of his ideas, and like mm. maybe sometimes he sees it, Oh, maybe, yeah. uh, I hope he considers it, but then it's it's almost impossible to see what could happen by going out and meet people and find your community and support them, being supported by them it's it's a process, it's a progress um you have to believe in you have to trust the progress there's no other way just yeah. like.
0: So you talk about this next chapter in your life Mm. where, you know, you want to focus on what you are able to do. You've told your story and now you're ready for this next chapter. So what does that kind of look like for you?
1: I think I have introduced myself to the world. (laughs) If they are interested, they can have a look. Uh, And I'm still willing to talk about my transness or anything that I believe in because I I'm chatty (laughs) If I want Of course Transness is going to be part of my story Always And I am proud of that But like If a straight guy Just constantly talk about uh, Their dating lives And like how cool they are How easy their life is It's gonna be boring sometime soon Right? I don't wanna bore people with my stories I have more to deliver I believe My story is going to be Part of my work, anyways. So I just want to focus on what I can do with transparent. Or I, I'm trying to get back to acting and music. I want to stay creative. I want to, um, but like, like I was saying, maybe, maybe we talked about it before the recording, <laughs> but like, maybe, maybe after. Like, art is a very healthy and efficient way to, to communicate. It brings people it makes people curious about the art and the message and that's why people often get offended by art but also like how strong is that to make someone react that strongly so like i think it's it has more power than chit chat Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um and i value chit chat i love chatting um but Yeah, I want to be more articulate with my message. And, like, sometimes message can be just fun. But then, like, yeah, I want to have my own medium to talk about life and mm, wisdom and silliness. Yeah. uh, Yeah.
0: Well, I'm so excited for the next step in your journey. (laughs) I'm
1: actually nervous, and I don't know. I mean, like like, like today's conversation, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) It's just, like but i i always tell myself opinion can change my perspective can change uh with my experience or whatever uh or like conversation from a total stranger i want to be proud of who i am at each moment i want to come up with good work good work and so that i can bring the conversation to the next level. It's not just like, trans rights, human right. <laughs> like, of course, it, yeah. it's just like basic. Like yeah. So I don't want to talk about basic anymore. Yeah. I want to talk about, you um, know, more sophisticated way. Yeah. Uh, and just like, I don't have to tell people like, I'm trans, but like, just being there, being seen uh, with good work will naturally help them to question about it. I don't need to ask questions to them. They can just, do their own homework Yeah. so I'll just focus on my work that's what I want to do <laughs>
0: yeah. well I would like to thank you so much for being part of this project it's my pleasure and um, yeah if you could maybe drop your social so people can follow you and see what you're up to
1: Um, it's jungle used to be a drag queen <laughs> on Instagram um, it's easy jungle used to be a drag queen it's a little long but yeah, I used to be a drag fan, <laughs> <laughs> and mostly stories are going to be silly and stupid, memes. <laughs> but welcome. <laughs>
0: right, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to Jungle and Soul Community Radio. I hope you enjoyed that episode and please also make sure you subscribe, follow and rate this show to keep posted on new episodes. We'll be back next Thursday. You can also get in touch with me at Don't Call Me Exotic Pod and at O-N-E-O on Instagram and on TikTok. You can also send me an email at Don't Call Me exotic pod at gmail.com. Oh, and make sure you don't call people exotic. Bye.